Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Former co-worker of mine, Nick Walters, now working out in Las Vegas. He joins us. Nick, what's up, man? How are you? What's going on, Wes? Long time no see. It's been about four months. I hope you guys are well, and all is well here in the desert. It's been a fun time, and the energy, as you can imagine, is pretty crazy over here with just four days away until the Super Bowl. Now, I remember when you were uh, interviewing, and we were talking about this possibility. I never even thought about the Super Bowl. Was that? Did you think about Did you remember the Super Bowl was going to be in Vegas when you took this job? <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of appeals from Vegas, but the big events were definitely one of them, including the F1 Las Vegas Grand Prix, the first one to ever happen. That was in November. You had the NBA Cup, the midseason tournament that came in December, and, of course, the first-ever Super Bowl in Las Vegas. So I knew that if I was going to be ending up here in the Valley that my first few months were going to be a little bit rowdy, and that's exactly what I got. So this is definitely a crazy time for Las Vegas sports. You know, coming off last June when the Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup, it's just been all full steam ahead since, and this seems like really the pinnacle of it. It's almost as if the Stanley Cup final and the F1 Grand Prix, the in-season tournament, all prepared for the biggest week in American sports, and it's going to be a fun time. Nick, what stood out to you as far as some of the players and coaches and what they had to say? Yeah, well, I would say that the demeanors of these teams, they're not being overly optimistic. I would even say the 49ers, in fact, are being very careful through the media day, the opening night on Monday night, and also their media availability so far, uh, to not be over-optimistic considering the fact that just four years ago they played this same team in Super Bowl 54 and fell in Miami. And now it's a very different Niners team. I believe only eight players on this year's team were actually on that team in 2021 that fell to the Chiefs. Uh, but both sides, obviously, very confident and very excited to be in Vegas. I think that there's an extra dimension to this Super Bowl, just given not just the stakes of it being the big game, but also being the first time ever held here in Las Vegas. There just seems to be a little bit extra bit of atmosphere to this game that makes already what's an incredible event every single year with obviously millions of viewers. Just being here in the city, it just feels like there's a little bit more oomph to this whole week. What was the craziest thing you saw there on opening night? Well, I have a funny story for you guys, actually. So, you know, I did a story on B.J. Thompson, who is now a Kansas City Chief, an England, Arkansas native who uh, went to Abilene Christian and was drafted by the Chiefs just this last year. And whenever opening night started for the Chiefs, I'm wandering, wandering around with my photographer looking for Chiefs players, right? And I just go to the first guy I see. I don't even recognize him. And I'm like, hey, man, so I don't know your name. Can you just go and tell me your name and spell it out? He's like, yeah, B.J. Thompson, B.J.T.H. <laughs> I'm like, no freaking way, man. And we caught up, and it was kind of a cool moment, like an Arkansas full circle deal. But, yeah, that opening night, I'll tell you what, I think that was the biggest media zoo I've ever been a part of. Uh, between all the media members that were from college and then the comedy shows, like the Stephen Colbert show, like any media member under the sun, they were all there on that field. And the players, I mean, it was a blast. You know, I feel like celebrities walking around, players having a great time. And, of course, that was the first time that an opening night like that, which is, of course, a media day with this year 23,000 fans on hand. First time it was held inside the host stadium 
since 2016, ironically enough, that was in Santa Clara, the home of the 49ers. So, yeah, it was one to remember for sure. Got a chance to talk with Tech Nine, who is a big-time Chiefs fan, also Carrot Top. So what were those conversations like with them? And, and is Carrot Top, is he a Niners fan or Chiefs fan? Well, Carrot Top told me that he's rooting for the team in red. So we'll <laughs> see which shade of red that means. Uh, but, you know, as a sports reporter, I'm not exactly used to interviewing rappers. Tech Nine was a pretty cool experience. I can't say I'm a loyal listener, but I do have friends from back home in Texas who are big fans. He is all Chiefs. Of course, he grew up in Kansas City. That's where he's from. And also, I will add one more beat a bit about Arkansas. I was at the media availability for the 49ers yesterday over at Lake Las Vegas in their hotel. Got to chat with Dre Greenlaw. And, of course, having been a reporter in Arkansas for four years, you know I had to sneak in a Lou Pig at the very end of my interview. So, <laughs> but yeah, the interviews have been fantastic. Uh, obviously, so many celebrities here in Vegas. And as all these players have been saying, like, Vegas is Vegas, even without the Super Bowl happening here. So whenever it is here, you have an event of this magnitude, it just brings all the showbiz and the energy of this town, and it just puts it on steroids. Nick, we uh, had B.J. Thompson's agent on the show earlier this week, Chris Turnage, or I guess last week. And he said, you know, he's been on the roster, but inactive for most of the games until they're at the end of the season. But with the injury to the Chiefs starting defensive end, that there was a chance that B.J. Thompson could be activated and play in the Super Bowl. Did he give any kind of indication when you talked to him about the possibility of playing? You know, whenever I was talking to him about this season, this experience, of course, being a rookie and already being able to play in the Super Bowl and at the very least be on the sideline, he showed a lot of humility and a lot of excitement. And he didn't really necessarily tell me anything about if he expects to play. And I think they're all very closed lips about that right now, kind of waiting to see what happens with the practice and the injury report. Uh, but I know that that CJ, as an Arkansas native and a kid who went to a smaller school where you're not going to see a whole lot of players from the UCAs of the world, the Washtenaw Baptist or even Abilene Christian, be playing in a Super Bowl every year. Although we did have a UCA linebacker just a couple of years ago for the Rams playing one. I think that he's just soaking in this moment, regardless of the playing time. And I think as a rookie, he understands that his best football is ahead of him. But if he gets a chance to be on that field, you better believe he's going to be giving it everything he has. Yeah, UCH George Odom plays for the 49ers. He'll be playing in the Super Bowl this year. How about that? Yeah. He's Arkansas connected. Yeah. <laughs> Several of them. Really interesting exactly. with – Yeah, go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, you know, it's funny. Uh, I was looking into the Nevada – natives who are playing in the Super Bowl. Only one this year, and that's Brandon Ayuk. So that means that they have first receiver for the 49ers. So Arkansas can get to say they have more natives of their state than Nevada playing in the Super Bowl this year. So at least there's that. <laughs> really interesting with the Chiefs. They're actually working out at the Raiders facility, which that's one of their division rivals. Usually you don't see that happening. And then the 49ers are working out at UNLV, and there have been some complaints about the playing surface at UNLV. And then, interestingly enough, with uh, the event being hosted there on Monday night, there was turf laid down inside the stadium, but they normally play on grass, and they're going to bring in grass the day of the game to be able to play on the grass surface. Right. You know, guys, it's been a very interesting dynamic and a weird twist to this week, just knowing the elements that have been at play so far this week. The last two days have been very rainy. Uh, and there's still some more rain in the forecast for this week. 
And just considering the fact that the Chiefs get to set up shop in the Raiders headquarters, state-of-the-art facility with an indoor field. Meanwhile, the 49ers are at a Mountain West football facility with only outdoor fields. To an outsider looking in, you might think that's really a competitive disadvantage for the 49ers, but I did get to talk to multiple Niners yesterday at their media availability about that, asking each one what their thoughts were, because there are rumblings that the 49ers are a little bit peeved at that situation, but every single one I I asked, their response was, look, like we practice outdoors in Santa Clara. Kyle Juszczyk told me, and of course he's a veteran, he says, all I've ever done as a 49er is practice outdoors, so we don't really care. So clearly the media, you know, whoever else, the fans, they can talk about it. But here inside the building, at least what they're telling me, they're not really phased by any of the rain. In fact, even if they do have to practice outside in a little, in a little bit of weather, uh, Javon Hargrave told me that they love the mud. So they're ready to get dirty and wet, and they have an old-school mentality uh, in San Francisco that they're planning to lean on. But I think the Chiefs are going to be really well um, – set up here at the Raiders facility. I've gotten a chance to be in that indoor facility and, of course, on the practice field many times. They have a great situation there and not so much for the 49ers at a college facility, but at the same time, I think these teams will tell you that they're going to strap it up at the same time on Sunday at 3.30 and we'll just have to see who the best man wins. It's all about the mentality and the Chiefs, even though they had those indoor facilities, they chose to practice outside still in the elements. Hmm. Yep, exactly. And I think that they're going to want to do that just to make sure that they're on an even playing field with those Niners who are doing the same thing. And I, I don't believe that the Chiefs would want to come in here and just be okay with practicing indoors while the Niners are out uh, just because you want to keep up that uh, hard-nosed nature and the competitiveness of this season. And, yeah, so that doesn't surprise me, although I will tell you, all the Raider fans in here, and also I got to chat with Raiders owner Mark Davis at opening night, you better believe there are some mixed emotions about having a Super Bowl in town, but having their two rivals, one being from the Bay Area with the 49ers and the other being an AFC West Division rival in the Chiefs, playing in their home stadium. Now, luckily, neither of those teams are actually using the Raiders' locker room in Allegiant Stadium because that would be insult on top of injury here. But still, it's going to be a little odd for any Raiders fan or an owner or a player to see these two teams suit up in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I love what Mark Davis told you about the uh, Chiefs working out at their facility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark Davis has all the jokes. He was saying that he hopes that the Chiefs don't find the bugs that the Raiders planted in their locker room, maybe learning some secrets for next <laughs> season. So, of course, totally joking around. I don't think Mark Davis would actually go that far, but you never know with these NFL <laughs> division rivalries. But they love to poke fun, that's for sure. Are you seeing any uh, fans for a particular team arrive yet in overwhelming numbers, or is it still too early? You know, at the, at the opening night, there were fans of all sorts of teams. Clearly, it was dominated by 49ers and Chiefs, but I saw NFL jerseys of all 32 teams there. So, however, I will tell you, just early in the week, at least for Monday night with the big opening night event, that was almost more tailored to the locals to be able to get a glimpse of the stadium all dressed out for Super Bowl 58, the first Super Bowl ever held here, where I I would imagine more and more fans are going to start filing in to Las Vegas as the weekend nears. But given that it's Las Vegas, even if you're just a football fan, as I was told by a player, listen, 
on any given weekend or any given Super Bowl, this is going to be like the number two destination to go to in the country behind wherever the big game is being played. Well, now, clearly, with it being here, it's on a whole other level with the gambling aspect, the, the events you can do in the city. So I would imagine any fan, it could be Dallas Cowboy fans even, they're going to want to come to Vegas to experience what this weekend is going to be like. We're talking with Nick Walters. He's joining us to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Now working in Las Vegas. He used to work with me at Fox 16. Nick, what's your score prediction? Oh, that's a tough one. I thought a lot about it. I think this is a great matchup. You have a matchup with two great defenses, two great tight ends, two great quarterbacks, and so many storylines in a rematch of a Super Bowl of just four years ago. If I had to put the money on it, now I'm not exactly a betting man, I think Patrick Mahomes steps up in the big moment. I think he's Mr. February for a reason. I think the woes that have bit the 49ers in the past may come back to bite him, given San Fran has still just not gotten over that hump for the last 29 years, their last Super Bowl win coming in 1995. And now we'll see. Brock Purdy being mystery relevant. This is the city that the draft was held whenever he was picked hmm. for the last pick of the draft. And he told me at the opening night that there's even more motivation in this moment knowing where this game is being played. So I'm not going to put it past the 49ers with all their talent and within a, a resurgent Brock Purdy game to get past the Chiefs. But I believe when it's all said and done, if I had to predict a score, let's go ahead and do 27 to 21 Chiefs. 48 total points. 47 and a half is your over-under. <laughs> That's an over. Nick, it was great catching up with you, man. Uh, I'm very happy for you, and it's it's great been following your last couple of months of your career on Twitter. Uh, good job, and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you so much, guys. Missing Arkansas, hoping you guys are well, and keep on doing your thing at the Buzz, Fox 16, and all else. And I'll talk to you next time. Nick Walters with us. Thank you, Nick. Coming up sure. next.